you know, you can literally abort your destiny by not doing your part. You say, where's that in the Bible? Saul. God said, I need you to do this, this, and that. And he didn't want to do it. And God told Samuel, go tell Saul, I repent for making him king. Then he said, get your oil. Come on, go get your oil. <laughs> I done went old school on y'all. And I want you to go to Jesse's house. And there's a king there. And even Jesse had a king on his nose and didn't even know it. Because David was an afterthought. How many you know God goes after the afterthoughts? Folks that nobody really saw on their radar that God can use, those are the very ones that God zeroes in on because Jesse like, well, I, and, and Samuel said, it's none of these. God said it's none of these. So uh, he looks at, Samuel looks at Jesse and says, do you have another son? Oh, yeah. How many of y'all is part of that oh, yeah crowd? <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, David, he with the sheep. But that's why the Bible says the first shall be last. And the what? Last shall be what? First. That's why the Bible says God's ways aren't our ways and his thoughts aren't our thoughts. Amen. Sometimes how God does things is unorthodox, if you will. That he goes after the youngest son, David. And you got to remember this Old Testament, back in the Old Testament, they always went with the eldest son. But for whatever reason, that anointing was on David. Anybody in this building know there's an anointing on your life. And you got to protect it. Because why? The thief, Satan, comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. Listen, I know a lot of us are angry right now. And that's okay. The Bible gives us permission to be angry. Put up Ephesians 4, 26. Look what it says. You know, I'm going to give you a scripture for everything. It says, be angry and do not sin. Just because you angry doesn't give you a pass to miss the mark. Listen, I'm angry too. I woke up the next morning and I'm looking at the cops like, what you gonna do? Oh, y'all ain't. Y'all know I got two people in me. I'm just, I had to shift back in the pastor still. Because Reggie hot. Come on, somebody. Because this was heartless. These are, these are deaths that were preventable. Let's keep it 100 up in here. We ain't talking about El Shaddai today. We're going to talk about changes coming. Amen? And it's unfortunate that we had to lose five officers. Now people's wheels are turning. Why? Because black folks then shifted and said, we ain't going to loot this week. We shooting back. I'm not saying that's right. Because hate ain't going to drive out hate. But it will get people's attention to say, maybe we need to do something a little different. You understand what I'm saying? I was at the barbershop for three hours yesterday. Normally, I'm in there 30, 35 minutes. But because everybody's vulnerable, they want answers. And one of the things I said to them in the barbershop, brothers, change is coming. A lot of them didn't agree with that. Why? Because they're not spiritual. See, they don't understand that judgment starts in the house of God. It starts with us. How do we fight back? We got to fight from our knees, church. If we want to see God move in this nation, if we want to see God cause things to cease, we got to fight from our knees. Look at your neighbor and say, it's time to get on our knees. You want to see change come? We got to get on these knees. 
Why? Because Isaiah 59 and 1 says that his ear is not heavy. Let's put it up. Isaiah 59 and 1. Look at this real quick. Isaiah 59 and 1. This is what we have to do. We have to follow the blueprint, which is the Word of God. I know what CNN is saying, which means corrupt negative news and MSN, more sad news. But what does the good news say? The good news says, behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, nor is his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. The Word of God says in the book of Romans that he is waiting on the manifestation of the sons of God. It's time for some sons to step up to the plate. Why? Because judgment starts in where? The house. We have to begin to cry out to God like never before because this nation has made a lot of progress. But we have degressed. We've taken 100 steps backwards last week. But I believe change. It's coming, and it starts with us, people of God. So number one, in order for change to come, we got to pray. Let's, let's go to 2 Chronicles real quick. We already hit Isaiah uh, 59 and 1, but look at this. Go to 2 Chronicles uh, 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 7 uh, 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 and 14. Look at the 2 Chronicles. It says, if my people, see, this ain't talking about the world. He's talking about the people of God. The word of God is for what? The people of God. It says, if my people who are called. Anybody in this building know you've been called? The word called means you've been hand-selected, you've been preferred, and it also means you have been summonsed. He summons me and you out of a dark place. Anybody been in a dark place? Anybody going to be honest? You ain't always been saved. You ain't always been sanctified. Somebody scream, but God. So if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. This, this, this time... See, people right now are very humble right now, very vulnerable, looking for answers. We got to walk in humility. Humble means it's time for us to get low. It's time for us to hit these knees. So humble yourself. Then it says, and what? Pray. If we want to see change come, we got to pray. You got to know you have access to heaven. Proverbs 18 and 21 says, death and life is in the power of your tongue. You can make a difference by hitting your knees and crying out to God. Prayer will bring about change. But go, 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 go back to my text. Then it says, seek my face. Then it says, pray. Then it says, seek my face. Seek means to eagerly pursue him. See, I'm sick of folks seeking his hand. You seek his face, he'll release to you what's in his hand. What do he say in Matthew 6, 33? Seek ye first. Somebody say first. The kingdom of God and his righteousness and then all these other things will be what? added to you. God wants you to have things as long as you don't let things have you. We seek his face more than any time in this world. There's a time we, we're divided right now. And what I'm not going to allow is division to come in my church. My church is 20-30% white and Hispanic. I ain't going to have my white folks up in here on edge like I don't know, I can come back to kingdom. And my assistant white, y'all ain't running him off and he a good assistant. Are y'all able? <laughs> Shoot, he got here way before all y'all black people. I met him six weeks before I started my church, and he said, I got you. And he's been here ever since. And a whole other lot, a lot of black folks then came and gone. Oh, y'all, hey, y'all ain't about to run off. <laughs> <Y'all, hey, hey. laughs> I will fight for this brother. <laughs> Amen? 
Look at your neighbor and say, Pastor, keeping it 100. You ain't going to have, this ain't no black power movement today. <laughs> if we started a black power movement, guess what? We would lose. We only make up 13% of this nation. Do the math. <laughs> but I know where we can win. If we start fighting from our knees and start doing that Isaiah 59 and 1, talking about his ear ain't heavy that he can't hear. We start talking about this Chronicles about being humble and, and put it up, seeking his face. And, 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 then, and then it says, uh, uh, and turn from your wicked ways. Listen, God know we all weak. There's a difference between being weak and wicked. What took place last week was wicked. You're killing men that are not even armed. There's time out for, for shooting folks and then asking questions later. Because if you keep sowing that, eventually a harvest is going to come back. The Bible says that. That ain't just a money scripture. It said that. That. That a man soweth. That will he reap. We not only got to bury these two unarmed gentlemen, the gentleman, the Joshua, I'm sorry, Micah Johnson, the one who killed the five officers, we got to bury, they got to put five cops in the ground next week. I think that's getting people's attention. Unfortunate that two bad cops have caused five to lose their life. Let me drop something on you real quick. Not every cop is bad. You got good cops and then you got a, it's really the minority that are bad. Just like in any organization. Come on. You got bad preachers. Just because one preacher messed up, don't be looking at me sideways. They're like, well, they all jacked up. Stop painting that picture in your head. That's like your, your corporation you work for. If one person in that company have a human moment, I'm not going to be looking at you like, well, what's wrong with you? Y'all, the whole company is shot. The whole Honeywell. Everybody at UPS is crazy. Everybody that work for, for the postal. Come on, somebody. Well, go cram up in here. You can't look at things like that. You got to look at things objectively. Not everybody's bad. But at the end of the day, we're vulnerable right now. Our nation is weak right now. Put up Mark 3.25. Look what Mark 3.25 says. Look at this. This is where we are right now. But I believe that there's a couple things that's going to drive this spirit out. It says, and if a house is divided against itself, somebody say, that house cannot stand. Our house, our nation is divided. Oh, but unity's coming. Change is coming. I was watching the march in Chicago. You had white officers in that area right there and had African-Americans lay hands and pray for them with their guns, with their vest on. Because at the end of the day, they even need some T's crossed in their life, eyes dotted. Because they're like, wait a minute, we on edge out here. We just lost five in one day. Taken out like that. That'll put you on edge. That'll drive you to your knees. So kingdom, 
Let's get on our knees. Let's get out of our feelings. I'm preaching to me too. I woke up in my feelings. Anybody woke up in you and you're like, well, what's going on? And you on edge. And you driving like, hmm. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, help me. But again, it says, be angry, but sin not. What are we going to do in this next chapter? And what I love is the governor of Minnesota, he owned it. He said, listen, normally they come with that politically correct, you know what, it's an ongoing investigation. Next question. No, everybody said, listen, wrong is wrong. He said, if that would have been a white man, wouldn't have been no shootout. So I always say, if you don't own your stuff, it'll own you. He owned it, which lets me know change is coming. People of God, that's got to be the thing that we echo in this chapter. Change is coming. Don't take on bitterness. Don't take on unforgiveness. Don't be talking about ain't nothing changed. And I was at a breakfast years ago, and, you know, um, the gentleman made a comment. He said, we were watching a video of something that happened in the 60s with, you know, the dogs attacking African Americans and so on and so forth. And he leaned over the table and he says, ain't nothing changed. I said, no, brother, you ain't changed. I had to tell him, brother, there's a, a black man in the White House. I had to be like, there's a black man that actually runs Family Feud. <laughs> brother, what, have, you, have you been watching TV lately? Uh, Oprah, uh, uh, Wendy Williams' highest uh, talk show in the morning. I mean, brother, where are you, you in La La Land. I mean, come on, somebody. A wave cap in the White House. Come on, a hot comb. Can I get it? Where's my sisters at? So don't, don't. And, and let me share something with you real quick. We didn't put him there. Pastor, we put him there. Did you hear what I said about eight minutes ago? We make up 13% of this nation, and I'm scared to ask how many of y'all vote. Because probably like 7% of y'all. So there's been a shift. There's been layers of racism that have ceased. Are, do we still have our battles as a country with it? Absolutely. Is it going away? Probably not. But I believe over the years, it's going to continue to cease. I went to my son's house. He had a barbecue uh, four weeks ago. I walk in my son's house. He had more white people there than black people. Why? Because he's 24 years old, and they see things a little different than us that's 40, that's 60, that's 80, that was in the struggle. So now things have shifted. I was talking to my team my, my staff, and they said, Pastor, we don't have a lot of whites and Hispanics in our teenage ministry. They said, we have a few. But they said, but our children's ministry, there's been a shift. There's a lot of white kids in children's ministry. There's a lot of Hispanic kids in the children's ministry. There's a lot of uh, uh, biracial children. So which lets me know that change has already started. That, that Look at the non-black people that go to this church. They were at the 8 o'clock, they're in this 9.30, and they'll be at the 11.30. God put up 1 Corinthians 9.22. This is what the calling on this house is. I'm getting ahead of myself, but let me share this. It says, to the weak, I become weak. In other words, what Paul was saying is sometimes 
you have to be vulnerable with people that are going through a struggle and be okay with sharing with them your former struggle or your current struggle. When somebody shared with me that they had struggles with weed, that's an open door for me to go there because I've been there, done that. So I'm like, hey, been there, done that. When they come to meet, man, the women, I'm like, I've been there, done that. Let's holler. So to the week, I become weak that I might what? Win. If you want to win, if you want to win the week, you got to become weak. Then it says, uh, 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 I, I, I become all things to all men. In other words, if that person thing is sports, you need to know something about sports. But then slip Jesus in there. If they're politicians, they want to talk, you better be able to have some type of conversation and then sneak Jesus in there. Because the Bible says some plants, some water, but God gives the increase. Then it says, look at the rest of this. And then, then it says uh, 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 that I might by all means save some. I might not save everybody, but I'm going to save somebody. Somebody going to get this gospel. Somebody going to say, what must I do to be saved? But the bottom line is this, people of God. If we want to see change come... We got to pray. We got to stand on God's word. Pastor, I just don't know what to pray. Get your Bible and open it up and start praying God's word back to him. You better be like, you know what, Isaiah 54, 17, right here it says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. You better know about Romans 8, 31, that if God be for me, who can be against me? Pray his word back to him. Jeremiah 1.12, one translation says he watches over his word. He hastens over his word to perform it. So the best thing you could ever do is pray God's word back to him. Isaiah 55 and 11, it says when his word goes out, that it will not come back void. In other words, it won't come back empty. So let's move on, though, because I can stay on this prayer thing for a minute. So number one, what's going to bring about change? Us praying. Put up one more prayer scripture uh, uh, go, 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 go back to 2 Chronicles 7. And we, we, we hit 14, but go to 15. So we, we go, go, go to verse 15. Look at this. It says, after we've humbled ourselves and we seek this face and we've turned from our wicked ways, then it says, now my eyes will be open. Then it says, and my ears attentive to prayer made in this place. Right now, I believe his eyes are open. His ears are attentive. Now is the time for us as God's people to bombard heaven. Amen? Philippians 4, 6 says, let your requests be made known. Got people, I don't, I just don't, I don't know. When I pray, I don't ask God for stuff. You better. Philippians, be anxious for nothing and everything in prayer supplication for thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. Right now, your request needs to be, Lord, we need unity in our nation. Lord, we need peace in our nation. Lord, we need solutions for our nation. Put your requests before the Lord. Now's not time to ask for cars and houses. Do that next week. This week, we need to be like, Lord, we need peace. We need answers. We need peace. We need blacks. We need whites. We need Hispanics. We need everybody to be unified. Because that spirit of racism is satanic and demonic. And we need to put that spirit under our feet. Why? Because Paul said, be all things 
to all people, to save some. Listen, like I said earlier, not all cops are bad cops. Every organization got bad and good people. I've said it before and I'm gonna say it again. Even in the African-American culture, we got black people and then we got niggas. Am I lying, Apostle? Oh, y'all ain't ready for me that tonight. <laughs> y'all like, Pastor just said that? We keeping, this is 100 service today. We keeping it 100 up in here. Ain't that what Mike Epps said? Oh, y'all ain't ready. Ain't. Let me get to my next point. See, I don't even need to expound on that because y'all already know. They be at the family reunion. Can I get a witness? But let's get to the text. Let's get to the text. Number two, <laughs> we swerving. What's going to bring about change? We got to trust God. Put up Proverbs 3, 5. We have, we want to see change come. We, the word trust means to, to rely and to depend on God. Look at this real quick. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Stop leaning on your own understanding. Micah Xavier Johnson. Him leaning on his own understanding caused him to be blowed up. You cannot lean on your own understanding. It will cause you to miss your purpose. You know, all I can think about with him is, my God, how many children was he supposed to have? He'll never see his grandchildren. He'll never have great-grandchildren. Great, 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 great grand. Gone. There's nothing like being able to multiply yourself. I got a 24-year-old, a 22-year-old, a 21-year-old, an 18-year-old, a 17-year-old. If anybody say anything else, they're alive. Because that's a lot of kids. And they all by one. Glory to God. Praise him. <laughs> one is six, but at five, I said, you know what, let's go get this dog. I mean, no kids are expensive. And they start growing up and realize the difference between the Walmart and, and Scottsdale fashion. Come on. Let's, let's get back to the text. We got to trust God. Put, put the scripture back up. Trust the Lord all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. You can't get caught up in your own understanding because then what? You will react. You will do something out of your frustration. That's why we got to trust God. Because right now, people are acting out of their frustration. And I'm scared of people that don't have Jesus in their life. Because then they're a ticking time bomb. So don't, 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 don't get caught up in your understanding. Let's just trust God. Look at the next scripture. Look at this. It says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Somebody say, acknowledge him. And he will direct your paths. If we ever had to acknowledge God at any time of our life, it's right now. We have to acknowledge him. We got to acknowledge him as Jehovah Rapha, that he's a God that can heal. I believe that people right now need healing. Some of us need healing. Listen, I had to be like, Lord, heal me. Because there was one thing for one, but then two. I'm like, wait a minute. This thing got out of control. This, is, this should not be. And then, and then it takes you back to Trayvon. 
You got George Zimmerman walking around here free, selling the gun that he killed Trayvon with for over $100,000 online. Capitalize. Yeah, somebody did buy it. I could even go into that, but I'm not. But this is interesting that that triggered a lot of hurt, a lot of feelings, if you will. And now here we are again, but kingdom change is coming. We got to pray. We got to trust God. We cannot lean on our own. If we start leaning on our own understanding, I heard a couple of, mm, mm. that's people saying I got to stop myself. Because I want to get in the flesh. Can I get a witness? But how many know hate can't drive out hate? Only love can conquer hate. That's what Marvin Gaye said. It's actually scriptural. <laughs> that brother was all in the word. <laughs> Look at this. Go to um, Proverbs, I'm sorry, Psalm 20, verse 7. Put this up in the NIV. Look at this real quick. It says, some trust in chariots and horses. See, don't you put your trust in your stuff. Then it says, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. We got to trust God that he has this. Don't put your trust in chariots and horses. Put your trust in the Lord our God. Look at this other trust scripture. Go to Psalm 9 and 9. Look at this, Psalm 9 and 9. Look at this. It says, the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed. Come on, this is oppressing what happened. Depressing and oppressing. So then it says, uh, the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Next verse. Then it says, and those who know your name will put their trust. See, those of us that know his name, we're going to put our trust in you. For you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. We have to keep seeking him. That word seek means to eagerly pursue him. And then look at this. Look at that. Put that back up one more time, please. Look at this. Then it says, uh, uh, and those of who, who you know his name, put your trust in him. For you, Lord, have not. He has not forsaken us. Listen, we've got to put our trust in him like never before. That's where we are. Let me give you this last thing and then we'll be done. You know what, go, 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 go to uh, 56, I'm sorry, one more trust scripture. Go to Psalm 56 and 3, and then we'll go to our last point and be done. Look at this. Whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. Whenever I'm afraid. Because see, people that are afraid either do one or two things, fight or flight. Come on, can I get a witness? And a lot of us, and I know a lot of y'all, with your background, you're going to fight when you're afraid. Come on, somebody. But it says, look at this one more time. Whenever I'm afraid, I'm going to trust in you. Because it's in our nature. Anybody going to admit it's in our human nature to want to fight back? Somebody wrong you? Come on. I don't want to hear uh, the word of God where it says, it says, don't render evil for evil for vengeance is the Lord's. He's going to repay. In my flesh, I'm ready to slap somebody. In my flesh, I'm ready to retaliate. But that's that whole spirit versus flesh. And we just got to be like, you know what, Lord, less of me and more of you. That's in John 3.30. In order to increase, you got to decrease. We got to die to our flesh.
Amen? There it is right there. You want to increase, but you got to decrease. We got to die to self. We got to step out of our understanding and be like, okay, God, you know what? As much as I want to snap, I'm going to acknowledge you in this season. And I'm going to let you direct my path because I want to retaliate. But all that's going to do is cause you to earn a wage. Because Romans chapter 6 verse 23 says the wages of sin is death. Come on, man. That's why uh, Micah Johnson is not with us anymore. He didn't just be, he just wasn't just angry, but he made a decision to sin. He made a decision to miss the mark. And he's not with us, 25 years old. My heart aches for him. He's a confused young man. And now no one's able to get to him and speak to his life and really tell him who he is and whose he is. A casualty. But I'm believing his death is going to be a Romans 8.28. Romans 8.28, put it up real quick. And we know that all things, somebody say all things, it's unfortunate. But all things work together for those who, for the good, to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. Now, because of his death, I believe change is going to come. Not just because of his death, but because of those that he murdered. So I know it's a very touchy subject, but as a pastor, my job is to give you instruction. My job is to give you hope. My job is to say, hey, listen, change is coming. Pray, trust God. The last thing I want to talk to you about, and I'm done, is that we got to promote love. If we want change to come, not only are we going to be people that pray and trust God, but we have to promote love. Put up Jeremiah 31 and 3 real quick. Jeremiah, we, we got to promote love. And change will follow. Look at this real quick. It says, the Lord has appeared, uh, 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 appeared of old to me, saying, yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Can I get a witness that he loves us with an everlasting love? Then it says, therefore, with love and kindness, I have drawn you. The only reason why me and you are in God's kingdom is because somebody showed his love to us be it through the preach word of God or it was a Sunday school teacher it was somebody, an uncle, an aunt somebody who was spiritual that showed you the love of Jesus and it drew you to them and that same, same love that got you in his kingdom, we got to promote that same love if change is going to come, we got to promote love, we cannot promote hate is not produce or all hate is going to do is produce more hate but love will produce more love we have to promote love, which means that you got to get out of yourself. Guess what? I'm preaching to myself. Oh, come on. I told you I woke up the next day hot. Come on, man. Listen, yes, I'm Pastor Still, but I'm Reggie too. Reggie was hot. I'm like, this is uncalled for. This is heartless. This should not be happening. Let's look at some more of these love scriptures. Go to um, go to um, 1 Corinthians 13, 13. Look at this, and we're almost done. It says, and now abide, and, and now abide faith, hope, and love. These three, but the greatest, somebody say the greatest, of these three is love. We need hope, we need faith. But the greatest of these is love. We need love. We got to promote love amongst each other. 
I'm tired of us being divided. I'm tired of this satanic and, and demonic spirit. Listen, the blood of Jesus has brought us together, but his spirit will keep us together. We need his love like never before. Look at this real quick. And I'm almost done. Look at this. Um, go to 1 John 4, 7. 1 John 4, 7. Beloved, talking about the people of God. Let us love one another. For love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. We got to love one another. If you love one another, that means you love God. You know God. We can't deviate from this love walk. We got to promote love. Look at this real quick and we're done. 1 Peter 4.8. 1 Peter 4.8. Look at this. And above all, somebody say all. Things have fervent love for one, have fervent love for one another for love will cover a multitude of sins. We got to love each other. Look at how Jesus has covered us. Has he covered you? You know he has given you a pass through his blood. Can I get a witness up in here? We're not even talking about B.C. days before Christ. I'm talking about after Christ. All of us that had some human moments after Christ. Romans 3.23 says all, somebody say all, have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Don't sit up here and act like since you've been saved, you ain't cussed nobody out. I will rebuke you right now in the name of Reggie. <laughs> but it's love that we got to cover each other, people of God. I can remember, you know, when I first started pastoring, people would sin. I would silence them. We're going to sit you down for a year. I'm just going, sit down. But I've learned, man, that's not going to get nothing done. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some situations where if your stuff is then went from weak to wickedness, I can't let you run through my whole choir. I've had that happen early on and had to, you know, almost go to blows with somebody, then he's going to tell me, you know how much I give to your church? So I'm supposed to give you a pass and just let you run through all my spiritual daughters? How many know the devil's a lie? There's a righteous indignation that will, should come from a pastor to say enough is enough. Okay, but you fell weak. We're going to cover you. And especially if you own it. You own it, so now we're going to help you walk through it. Because now you've identified it and now you're ready to crucify it. You've confronted it, now you're ready to conquer it. But it's love that covers. People of God, we got to cover one another with love. Our nation is very vulnerable. We got to pray. Right now, people are more open than they've ever been. Listen, all of us are ministers of the gospel. Let's step into that call. Remember, he summons you, hand-selected you, preferred you. You're not just somebody that's just passing through. Let's make a difference while we're here. Let's get on our face, people of God. Let's get on our knees. Let's trust God. Let's promote love. I believe if we promote love, change.
will come. I want everyone to stand to your feet. I want everybody to hold hands. I want you to cross the aisles. We don't even do this at Kingdom, but we need to do this today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Father, if we've ever needed you before, now is the time. Lord, you sit high and you look low. You know everything that's going on with our country. And right now we're divided. This spirit of racism has tried to creep back into this world like crazy. So Father, we just ask that you show up that you begin to speak to our congressmen, that you begin to speak to our president, that you speak to our clergy, God, that you speak to our mayors, that you speak to our governors. For you said in Proverbs 11 and 14, you said in a multitude of counsel, there's safety, but where there's no counsel, the people fall. So Lord, I pray, I beseech you this morning, I, I beg you, I beg you give us answers God I thank you that racism is ceasing that anger is ceasing wickedness is ceasing we pray that right now in the name of Jesus we decree this morning no more deaths let this deaf angel pass over this country. Yes, we know the thief cometh to steal, kill, and destroy. But you said you come that we might have life, that we might have it more abundantly. We pray for this country. Lord, we know this country, no country is perfect, but we serve a perfect God. Touch this country, touch this nation touch those that are in authority and we thank you for the new laws that are coming we call things that be not as though they were you said in Matthew 9 29 according to our faith be it unto us even though we've lost confidence somewhat in our nation we have faith that change is coming change is coming change is coming it's Stanley around man sing break every chain can you sing that I believe God is breaking chains even right now hallelujah just extend those hands to heaven as we worship as we close out there is power in the name of Jesus there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in 
Hallelujah. Come on, if you don't change, it's coming. Somebody give God a hand praise. Slap two or three people, tell them change is coming. Change is coming. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Maybe you're here with every head bowed. Maybe you're in this building.